Hello, welcome back to the Salad with Sam show. Happy Halloween, happy Monday. I hope you're all doing stellar or safe or happy or healthy wherever you are. You know, it's been a while. We've gone past the weekend and it looks like I did not upload the last podcast, so that's going to be happening soon as well. Uh, but as you know, I just wish you Halloween, so it must be October 31st. Hope you're all keeping well. Uh, today I have a topic on my list of topics that I wanted to talk about, and that is about Wall Street Bets. Now, what is Wall Street Bets? Wall Street Bets is essentially just a Reddit account. But the significance of this this whole phrase, Wall Street Bets, is what we had last year happen as a an insane phenomenon where certain stocks in the market were being being short squeezed to the point where their value was being pushed up multiple orders of magnitude right so there was things like GameStop Bed Bath and Beyond AMC and then those were all being pushed up like crazy amounts and that also kicked off the crypto bull run and that led to Bitcoin going up insane amounts to its all-time highs that caused dogecoin to go up all the way to its all-time highs ethereum every single cryptocurrency was at its all-time highs last year following the wall street bets uh trading phenomenon and why am i talking about this i'm talking about this because there is a subtle message hidden in this whole thing that i feel like we should be addressing and we should be looking at and we should be observing and we should be looking at and seeing what can we take away from this so, you know, there are people that do uh, stock trading every single day. There are people that trade cryptos every day. There's also those that buy and hold. You know, that's that's the best long-term play, right, is to buy and hold. That's what Warren Buffett does. That's what most of the, the, the big investors do. They buy and they hold. So what what on earth happened last year? That caused this insane rally in all these alternative financial instruments like stocks, cryptos, and other other assets, and actually even housing. So I'm not going to address the housing one just yet, or even in this podcast, because I really wanted to just keep it focused on Wall Street bets and silver and cryptocurrencies. Uh, well, what happened is... Um, the people who were on Wall Street Bets were going through discussions. They were they were pretty good at their analysis of what was happening in the stock market, which is that uh, Wall Street in general was shorting a stock like GameStop or AMC, which means they were betting on the price going down. So they had a lot of money placed on those bets that the value would be dropping an insane amount. But what ended up happening is, is that... Uh, certain other investors like those who were hanging around on Wall Street bets came to realize that, you know, GameStop is a very profitable business. They have, uh, you know, paid off assets. They have a good good cash flow. They're well reputed. They have a lot of locations around the country, uh, around North America. And it makes no sense why, you know, Wall Street is betting on them going down. It's almost as if they are intentionally trying to kill the company. And so what is 
absolutely hilarious and so like patriotic in a way I like to think of it as is is these 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 uh these rascals or bandits on on Reddit decide to band together and go in and buy up all the GameStop stock to push its value up so much that the investors and the hedge funds really who were who were betting against GameStop ended up losing a lot of money. When I say a lot, it was to the tune of like billions and billions of dollars. And that served them right. One of those big names was called Citadel. And they had a huge bet against GameStop's success and existence. But these, these um, the folks from Wall Street Bets, they all sort of rallied up and teamed together, teamed up together and went in and bought up so much stock that honestly, I think the first week or two of the rally, GameStop went up to almost two or three hundred dollars from its its existent like, you know, I think it was like less than ten dollars if I remember correctly. And w- when this happened, this k- kicked off a chain reaction, right? So GameStop happened, then AMC happened, BlackBerry also did go up last year, Bed Bath and Beyond went up last year, and all these you know meme stocks, which are companies that Wall Street was sort of betting against were the ones that um, that that Wall Street bets and the rebels out in the out in the free market ended up choosing to target and push to a sky high level. And so uh, one more thing that happened right after that was really the, the crypto bull run, right? So Bitcoin kicked off right after that and it and it went up to its all-time high. Of, of, of close to 80,000 Canadian, I believe it was. And that was an insane number. It was, it was shocking to go on onto the app every single day and see the insane amount of, uh, of, of value of one Bitcoin. It was, it was ridiculously high. And there was a lot of talk of it hitting close to 100K also last year. And while we did get close, uh, I know that the moment everything changed was really when, funny enough, when Elon Musk went on SNL because there was like these subtle like Dogecoin jokes he was making on there. And for some reason, right after that is when everything began to collapse. Like it all dropped like crazy amounts, one after the other, after the other, after the other. And the messaging that I'm trying to get to is that we have to understand that those who are buying these cryptos, who were setting up these cryptos, who were, who were doing all these things, were who were investing in these quote-unquote get-rich-quick schemes, which in some way, shape, or form, these were, right? When, when you see that a, that a crypto has gone, you know, 3x in the past two days, you feel like, hey, you know, if I put in a 1,000 bucks and I multiply it by three, I could pay off my bills, right? You, you think of all these things like, hey, I can do this, I can do this, I can make this much money, I can get rich, and I can escape from... The place where I'm living at, or I can move to a better city, or I can move to a different neighborhood, or I can move countries, or I can travel. That's what people think. And and believe me, that's what was going through my head when I was doing these things. I was like, hey, you know, I have a bill uh, that's like a thousand bucks, but if I put in like 300 bucks into this crypto and I trade it and tomorrow it's like three three X, then I essentially just paid for it with my $300, which is crazy. And and so it became like a fun game and also honestly a very risky and gambly game. So a lot of people have lost a lot of money, period. 
a lot of people have lost a lot of money in crypto trading. The same thing with even stock trading because what most people don't realize is the stock market is entirely rigged, okay? What you see on the public market is is delayed data. You know, it is it is information that is multiple minutes and seconds late compared to what Wall Street sees because what, what essentially ends up happening is Wall Street ends up paying a huge premium to get data early. And when they get the data early, they're able to act early and they understand that getting to the, the um, making the, the first move is always beneficial. And even when they are, when a new IPO is happening, you'll see typically that stocks go up and they rally up super, super high. But then within, within like a few days, they start crashing and they go down. So what that causes is this under this this effect where okay those who got in early they made a lot of money at its peak and they know when it's going to drop so they start dumping it it's it's called a pump and dump scheme and that was happening in crypto as well last year when these random generic weird crypto names were just popping up in the market and just like what the heck is this crypto but hey it multiplied a thousand x last night or hey, this crypto went from ten cents to five dollars yesterday. Holy smokes! What am I doing? I just missed out. FOMO, FOMO, FOMO. That's what was happening last year. It was absolute chaos. Was it fun? Yes. Was it risky? Yes. Did a lot of people lose their money? Yes. Did people, you know, hurt themselves after losing all that money? Yes. Not the best story, but that's a fact. So, what is the message? The message is that people want money people want to break free from their debts they want to live a bigger grander life and people don't want to be stressed out money is a huge huge reason why so many people are stressed and burnt out in the world today it's a cold hard fact and it's an unfortunate fact but you got to understand that that is what was being shown and that's what was being displayed through the whole Wall Street bets phenomenon and then the crypto boom and bust. You know, p- people wanted to break free of the chains. They have debts, they have mortgages, they have loans that they have to pay back. And that's what this was for. They were buying into this vision of making money quick because they realized that, you know, if we can make something a little bit extra, something faster, such that I don't have to work these many hours to make that money then I can be, live a little bit more comfortably. And why do I bring this up now? Why do I talk about it now? Is because we're at a point where inflation is ridiculously high. The, the consumer level debt is insanely high. Cost of living is going up like crazy. It's going up like crazy. And, you know, we are entering a period of desperate times. You know, will people do desperate things like invest in more crypto and expect it to go up? Will they speculate more? Will they go to a casino more? Will they do wrong things more because they just want to pay those bills or they just want to see and and look the other way and sort of find an outlet for their mind such that they don't have to worry about the money or the finances? Is that what will be happening, right? We have to ask ourselves these questions. Like there's a huge discrepancy or a a difference between those who are the very, very, very rich and those who are the very, very, very poor. You know, now I see that a lot of people's standard of living is actually decreasing because they're eating 
worse food, they're eating more unhealthy food, they're living in smaller places, they are not that morally or financially rich, they are extremely, you know, distracted, they're fed misinformation that they consume as if it's the truth, they are, they are lacking direction and focus in their lives. And I feel like what we should learn from whatever happened last year in this whole crypto and Wall Street bets movement is that people just want a fucking break. People want a break from expenses. They just they just want to feel like they're a bit more free. You know, when you have all these bills to pay, you do feel like you're you're a prisoner. You feel like you're a prisoner to the debt and the money that you owe. You're a prisoner to the government for paying ta- by paying taxes. You're a prisoner to your credit card companies because you have to pay them back. You're a prisoner to your employer because you have to go in every single day and work for them. If and especially if you don't like your job, you're screwed. You feel like a prisoner because you can't travel. You feel like a prisoner because you can't share your thoughts or your original ideas in the in the world and the global mar- marketplace because you fear getting censored. You feel like a prisoner to your own mind because you're just like, I'm going to suffocate in these ideas and thoughts without bringing them out. We're getting to a point which is what I like to consider is the precipice, the precipice of humankind, especially out here in the West. The East is still fine. The East, the East is doing fine. They're doing okay. They still have it way better than we do. But the West here, we need to shake things up. We need to wake up. We need to wake up and realize that, yes, while we do want all these things, it is not going to come from doing things the same way. It is not going to come from getting up every single day and going to the office to the office and the job that you hate. It is not going to come from reading the same things that we've always been reading. It is not going to come from eating the same things that we've been eating. It is not going to come from reading the same books. It's not going to come from hanging around with the same people. It's going to come from making a change in our own very selves. It's going to come from understanding that we are worth more. We are worth more. And we are not going to bow down to anything else that's, you know, other than God, if anything. Because, yes, we live in a world where governments have so much power over us. We live in a world where companies have so much power over us, like social media companies and and the addictive media that we are being being bombarded with every single day. That is, that is toxic to our minds. That is t- toxic to our soul and our spirit. And that's preventing you from living the great life that you're you're capable of living and you're worthy of living and you know what you owe it to yourself you owe it to yourself to give yourself and your family the best damn life possible and sometimes that comes from really walking the other way it comes from saying fuck no i'm not going to go that route it it comes from saying no i'm not going to do things the way they've always been done it comes from saying hey employer fuck you i'm not coming in tomorrow because you know what i'm done with you it comes from saying, I'm going to get up and pack my bags and I'm going to move to a different city, a different state, a different country where I'm treated better. It comes from saying, bank, I'm, go- I'm going to cancel my credit card once I pay it off and not be in debt to you forever. It comes from standing up and saying, I have to change my life and only I will do it. It all starts with taking responsibility and it all starts with understanding that you have caused what is happening right now but also reminding yourself that if you got yourself here, you're also capable of getting yourself out of here. So get on it, guys. Let's get on it. The world is a far more beautiful place when everyone is living 
in accordance with his or her true self and serving that higher purpose and being free and being able to do what they want to do without the consequences of stupid things like debt and money and bills and credit cards and loans and all these things. You deserve to be free. That's why I say the modern day entrepreneur and startup should be trying to do everything it freaking can to bootstrap the company. Getting investors, sure. But how much percentage are you giving away? How much ownership are you giving away? Who is in control of the business? Who is making the decisions in the business? Is it you? Or is it the other company or the other investor? Who is buying the property? Who is really in control of the property, right? It, it could be on your name, sure. But are you the one in, in control or is it the one that paid for it? Or is it the, the investor that gave you the money? Are they in control? You know, rather than having these, these manias of crypto and stocks, why not we focus on building lasting wealth? Yes, I understand that we're at a point where we need to pay our bills tomorrow or day after tomorrow or the next month. And we need that fast money. I get it. Trust me, I get it. But we have to start looking at the long term and saying, forget what's going to happen tomorrow or day after tomorrow. Look at where you are right now and how you can get to a better state a month, a year, two years, five years, ten years from now. And start moving in that direction because that will eventually take care of whatever is happening around you right now. So get on it, guys. Let's, let's get better. Let's become more conscious and let's start looking at what is really happening out there and understanding the message that people are putting out there in the world. And will governments end up helping us? Honestly, I do hope so. If, if they listen and if our leaders are listening to us, They'll do something that they can to help you. But, but until then, I'm, I'm going to take it upon myself to help you see a different perspective on things. And hopefully you do see that through this podcast. And if you do, then please share it with whoever you think might benefit from it. And if you appreciate it, then please leave a comment or a, or a review. And if you enjoy it, then please, please share it with your friends. You know, I'm not here to... I'm not here to talk bullshit. I'm, I'm here to be real. I'm here to keep it real and share real thoughts, real ideas, and real goals because you know what? One by one by one is how we're going to make this world a better place. And, it, and if it starts here on this podcast, then so be it. If you find that somewhere else, then so be it. I frankly don't care because ultimately the end goal is to build a better world. And how that happens really that's on you. How you do it, that's on you. I'm doing my part over here. I'll still keep showing up. I'll, I'll still keep sharing ideas and hoping that they shake and wake someone up. Until then, guys, I wish you a solid week ahead and we'll see you on the next one. Thanks for tuning in to the Salad with Sam show. Have a happy Halloween and a happy Monday ahead. Bye-bye.